What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Monday, July 30th, 2018, and you guys are listening to episode 365. How the hell is everybody doing? Um, love doing these at the beginning of the week now. This way I could get all the plugs out there. You guys can... Um, you know, know what's going on instead of finding out about it on Saturday or Sunday and then realizing that you might have been able to see something that I plugged or promoted a show or whatever. So, um, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, doing good. Hope everybody is uh, enjoying their summer. I can't believe it is almost August and the summer is almost over. Um, like, I remember my kids were getting out of school, and now it's like, all right, in a couple of weeks, it's like back to school shopping, and um, God, I'm so glad I don't have to go to school. Anyway, I got a great show for you guys today. I saw a couple of movies that I definitely want to talk about on the show. Um, got an unacceptable for you guys. Had some crazy shit actually happen. What the hell is that? That's my dog scratching his neck, and that is his collar. Um... It's like, yeah, of course. Of course, Lloyd. Why wouldn't you make the most annoying sound while I'm trying to do the beginning of the podcast? Um, just a lot of stuff, guys. A lot of stuff to talk about here. Um, something happened in golf, which is my luck. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to get to everything today. Talk about some things. So sit back, relax, wherever you are, guys, okay? And uh, enjoy TVE 365. Uh, but first, before I get into it, of course, I got to shout out all of the amazing sponsors like the new CapperNetwork.com, everybody. Go to CapperNetwork.com and make your sports predictions today. Verify those dude, I called it moments Okay, uh, you know, you call your friends out, everybody talking about, yeah, you didn't say that. No, you did Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Well, now you have a place to go to actually be able to uh, get that <clears throat> shit talking up there on a leaderboard and people can see that you were really not uh, bullshitting. That's what Capper Network does. It'll verify all that stuff. It'll give proof of what you said. Okay, it's for sports fans of all levels too. Okay, and best part about Capper Network is 100% free. You can get money on this thing, guys. You could build yourself on the leaderboard and then people will buy your advice. So if somebody's going to Vegas or some sports book and they don't know what to do, they could go and see your stuff and buy your advice. You could make money that way. Or you can go to the leaderboard and see what people are doing. You could draft as a, a, a Capper team, like a cap team, a capping team of the best guys doing it. So it's amazing. It's very simple. How it works is you go to the site, you pick the sport you want, you make your picks, you do like a little wager of units, and the more you get, the more points you get, you get up there on the leaderboard. It's incredible. All right? Um, I cannot wait for the NFL to kick in. I've been doing it a lot with the Yankees. Uh, going to be doing it more with the Yankees, especially going down the stretch here. Um, but, like, if you're looking for, like, uh, best bets and fantasy plays uh, from legitimate handicapping people, you got to check the site out, okay? Uh, you have to, all right. You could submit uh, picks, and um, you know you can you, you know you can purchase uh, you can purchase guys. 
You could just purchase somebody's advice and go to Vegas and be like, all right, well, this guy doesn't lose. So I'm going to purchase this fuck, this ticket on the Yankees that uh, Paul Verzi did, and then that'll be my first loss. I'm kidding, but I'm going to get better at it. It takes some time, and uh, but wait till football. I'm going to do all my shit talking during football, okay? Um, it is legitimately 100% free to use, okay? You can make cash by predicting sports outcomes. What is not to like? On top of earning cash and bragging rights, you can improve your sports wagering and daily fantasy capping skills. Capper Network is new and growing. They are always adding stuff to the site. All right, you guys have to check out Capper Network. Pick it, prove it, profit on CapperNetwork.com. Go and see what all the fuss is about, and um, I know you guys will love it. All right, I know you guys will love it. I love it. And like I said, it feels like just making my predictions, even for shit talking and bragging rights, it makes me feel like I got a ton of money. You know, most of the time we gamble just to be right. Well, this allows you to do that too. And you can make money. So please check it out. Uh, I love it. And oh, I am chomping at the bit for the NFL four weeks away. And then we will see. Oh, I cannot wait. Check out Capper Network. Also, guys, All Things Comedy. Go to allthingscomedy.com for your favorite uh, podcast, your favorite comedy albums. You're, uh, now all these streaming uh, cooking shows and, and, and travel shows and driving shows with amazing comedians. Um, you can check it out at allthingscomedy.com or follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. Um, be sure to check them out. And, um, yeah, we... My uh, special has been picked up, and then the announcement will be coming from a very big network, uh, Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, or the week, the Monday after Labor Day weekend will be coming out, but my special will be coming out, it will be coming out with, within a few months on a major network, and that announcement is coming soon, so thank you for that, and thank you to All Things Comedy for being a part of that, and uh, being producers of my special. Now, let's get into the show, everybody. I played golf today, all right? I played golf today. Didn't know if it was going to rain. Uh, my stepfather gave me a call and said, Hey, I'm off. What are you thinking? Can you play for a little bit? Place is insanely close to my house. I'm like, you know, why not? Beat the weather. Supposed to have thunderstorms all week. I haven't really swung the clubs too much in the last five, six weeks. Let's go and do it. So we go to this uh, course, you know, uh, not far from my house. And guys... I am on a the ninth hole, the ninth hole, and uh, it's a par three, about 170, 173 yard par three. The hole is all the way down a hill, so you're like standing on the top of this mountain, basically, and you have your, you know, the tee box, and you got to drill this thing 170, kind of downhill. Um, so I take out my three, I take out my three, uh, hybrid or whatever, my, my, not my three iron, the hybrid that I have. Um, if you don't know what golf is, it's like one club lower than your driver. And I just want to give it a nice little whack and, uh, you know, and hit this thing. So, uh, lately something I've been doing is I've been moving my legs when I've been turning and striking the ball, and when that happens, my ball just goes left. Okay, it goes left a lot. No slice, nothing like that. My ball will just, I would just turn my body, and even when I hit it straight, I'm turning left, and my ball's going straight left. So it's happening like one out of every four drives, it's happening. 
So I have like two great drives and be like, oh, I'm back. And then I hit the fucking ball and it just flies left. And it's annoying and completely like stepping out of my stance and all that stuff. So uh, I've been hitting my three amazing and straight and not swinging hard. But now I'm like, oh, let me put a little something into this. And sure enough, um, I hit it and it goes left. It doesn't go so far left that I'm not going to be able to find it. But I just turn and I hit the thing left. It's down there by the green, but so far left that, you know, I have to walk far, then hit it all the way over and all that stuff. So I said, let me take a provisional. For you people that don't know golf, a provisional is in case you can't find the ball that you hit, you just hit another one. You just, you know, you're going to play another ball. But now you're hitting three from the tee box instead of one, you know? Because you got to take the penalty. So now you're teeing off and it's your third shot from the start, which sucks. So I take out my three and my second ball, my second shot, I whack this thing, pin straight, high into the sky, deep, perfect, no effort. My stepfather was like, you didn't even swing that thing. I mean, you heard the click of the club. It was just perfect beautiful it goes up and I'm like oh that's probably gonna land on the green sure enough it lands on the green and then starts rolling towards the hole and I'm like wow it's gonna be close then it keeps rolling guys towards the hole and I'm like wow it's gonna be really close then it keeps rolling and as it's rolling I'm going oh my god no dude if this is a hole in one it's not gonna be a hole in one the first time in my life I'm gonna get a hole in one now one time I did 163 yard par three at a course I learned to play golf on and I was about six inches short of the cup for a hole in one and that didn't happen so now I'm going oh my god my first shot was left so this is gonna if this goes in it would be a three even though it feels like a hole in one please that's just like I didn't even want that luck or I'd be like yeah that figures so keeps rolling keeps rolling and then sure enough it stops and at least I know even from where I'm standing that it didn't disappear and I know you're saying, well, why wouldn't you want it in? It'll make your score better. I don't want to be the guy that gets a hole-in-one but had to redo a bad shot to get the hole-in-one because it's not a hole-in-one. It's a three. So we go down there. I even took a picture of this thing, and I'll post it. This thing was six to seven inches from the cup right there. And I'm going, oh, my God. And I'm not going to lie. I'm thankful it did not go in. Because if it went in, I would have been sick forever. Because every time somebody would be like, oh, I got a hole-in-one. Or, oh, did you hear so-and-so got a hole-in-one? Hey, Paul, you play golf sometimes. Did you ever get a hole-in-one? And then every single time, I got to tell that story. Well, I kind of did, but I couldn't count it because my first shot went left. So then I took a provisional shot, and then that went in. But if, in, in real, I had to take the penalty, and it would have just been a nightmare, and it would have been my luck. So um, anyway, it ends up being a four. How crazy is that? With the penalty, because the, the one that went left, I could have found it, but, you know, I would have had to look long. You know, I, I just didn't want to. We were already having like a kind of a longer round than we wanted to have. Uh, I don't know where it went. I looked for a second, and then I was just like, you know what? This is right next to the cup. So even though it's a two, um, it's really going to be a four because when you tee off again, the second time from the tee box, now you're hitting three. So that was my golf thing. And um, and then we played that same nine again. 
We played it back to back. And I went to nine again. And guess what? The first one, I didn't hit right. I teed it up too high. So then I go, ah, just for shits and giggles, let me just tee it off again and see what my second shot does. And then this thing gets right on the green, probably about seven feet away from the cup, six feet away from the cup. And I ended up two-putting that. So, uh, yeah, it's a hole I like, and uh, but I'm glad that it worked out the way that it worked out. I'm glad I could get that off my chest. I know you people who don't like golf could give a shit right now, but trust me, that's a... If that's ever happened to any of you, please write in and tell me. Please write in and tell me because I'm sitting there going, that had to happen to somebody where like people don't realize that they already had a bad one in the woods and then they did that and it just came out like that must have happened to somebody. Um, here's my unacceptable, guys. I'm going to get right into it because it grossed me out and like, you know, when food is involved, I can't deal with this shit. I go to my favorite deli almost every day. All right, I go to my favorite deli in the morning almost every day. I get my my breakfast, you know, my coffee. It's not far from the house. Uh, I read the sports page, the post or the daily news, and I just kind of, you know, I veg out, man. I have my drink. I have my food. I'm just chilling out, and I love reading the sports section. And I'm in there the other day, and this young kid comes in. And when I say young kid, I'd say 24, 25 maybe 26, but I'd say maybe 24, 25 would be my guess. And then his girlfriend comes in. And they're like a little loud and obnoxious. The girlfriend like walked in singing and then looked. I was like, ooh, I'm sorry. Like just like annoying like kid shit, whatever. I could deal with it. I'm sitting there and I'm eating brisket and eggs. And this dude just starts blowing his nose. And, like, he wasn't just blowing his nose, like, lightly. And he was, like, like a horn. Like, this guy's just blowing his nose. And then he's, like, wiping his nose. And I just, like, look up at him. And he's just, like, blowing his nose. Then he's, like, looking in the tissue. And then he, like, wipes his nose again and then throws it out. And he's just sniffling and coughing in there. And I just wanted to be like, dude, there's fucking food around. There's meat around. We're in a deli slash barbecue market. Like, what are you doing? Seriously, what the fuck? You have no tact? And it annoyed me because he had a pair of Jordans on, but they were all old and dirty. Like, the kid was just a shitty dirtbag. It made me wish I never had those same Jordans. And, like, they're like the younger kid Jordans, like the fours with plastic on them. And shout out to Giannis Papas who said you got to be done as an adult with any kind of plastic on your sneakers. And that's why he doesn't like the fours. He likes the threes better. And you know something? He's 100% right. 100% right. You know, this kid's just a dirty kid walking in there. His girl, I want to even like look at the girl and be like, how the fuck are you going out with this dirt bag? You know, and he's like, and like he multiple times. And then I thought it was done. And even though I was already sick to my stomach, I'm like, all right, maybe this kid's not going to blow his nose again. And sure enough, like before they leave, just <clears throat> blowing his nose, coughing, like sniffling. I'm like, okay, so now not only do I have to worry about like germs flying in the air and there's fucking meat, and people are eating, you know, but now, like, you know, now, like, I gotta worry about touching the door, what this guy touched, am I gonna get sick, am I gonna get a cold, it was just gross, and then to top it all off, as he was leaving, he, like, kicked the door open, like a child, like, he lifted his foot up and just kicked the middle of the door, and his girlfriend's like, you can't do that, and it was just such, like, a, I don't know, it just was such, like, a low-class, shitty thing to do, 
You know, it, it, I don't know. If you saw the kid, the way he presented himself, his dirty fucking sneakers. I got to tell you something right now. If you walk around as an adult and you have dirty, gross, ripped up sneakers and you're not broke, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay? You're a piece of shit who should be ashamed. If you can afford to get yourself, and I'm not talking 152, I'm not even talking 100 or 80. All right, you can buy today yourself a nice pair of Nikes or Adidas or something respectable or like old school classics for like 40, 50 bucks if you look at the right thing to do, if you look at the right place. All right, invest in some sneaker cleaner, invest in a couple of different pairs of shoelaces, black and white. Do something. Don't walk around, uh, don't walk around with ripped, gross sneakers on and dirty you know, sniffling and coughing, just unacceptable, like, this guy was a waste of fucking air, and I'm not even trying to be rude, it's just like, what are you doing, you're in a deli, they're making sandwiches in here, they're making eggs in here, they have a barbecue thing in here, like, what are you, what are you blowing your nose for, it's like, how about you take some tissues, and you either ask to go to the bathroom, or you go to some corner and do it privately, and just walk around wiping your nose, looking at in front of people, I'm eating eggs and brisket, and I remember being like, thank God I'm almost done, it was absolutely disgusting, man. It was unacceptable and gross. And to top it off, his sneakers sucked and his girlfriend coming in singing sucked. The whole thing just sucked. And then I had to look at what kind of car they're driving. Not because I was judging, but I was. And it was just a shitty Honda. Whatever. I don't think I'm better than anybody else, but I'll tell you something right now. I'm not going to go into a deli while somebody's eating and just start fucking honking my horn like that with tissues and have no like thought about it or no tact that, hey, maybe this guy doesn't want to hear snots flying into my fucking tissue while he's eating brisket right now. You know, maybe this guy doesn't want to hear me coughing and being sick and sounding like I have the flu while, while fucking meat is being sliced disgusting and unacceptable. Ugh. Call those people out more and more. I will tell you the one thing that I take pleasure in is that my podcast talks about this shit because if one of you, I've said it before and I'll say it again, if one of us, if all of us call somebody out or say something, even if it makes these people, these absolute disgraceful animals, these, these fucking less than human pieces of shit who were raised by not even humans, but fucking animals, all right? Even if it makes them think twice about their disgraceful, unacceptable, just animal type, you know, behavior. Even if it makes them think twice about it, the world will be a better place because they'll, you know, even the dumbest of animals will kind of get the point. It's gross. And I know what you're thinking. Why, Paul? What do you think? You're better than some of these people? I know I am. And so are you. Okay? You do not. It is all on your parents. And I got another thing. I'm going to go at parents on this podcast. I'm going at people on this podcast today. All right? I got I got another thing. Like, I'm tired of seeing fat kids. Seriously, I really am. If your kid is like under 15 years old and fat and overweight, you, you're, it's, you're a shitty parent, okay? Stop taking your kid out. Stop making your kid eat certain things, okay? And when the fat fuck wants to eat something, just be like, listen, you got to calm down. Seriously, you got to calm down. I don't care if you're fucking hungry. Eat some fucking, eat some, eat some, you know, fruit. 
Seriously. It's like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, watch, is anything sadder than watching a six-year-old obese kid waddle around a restaurant? It's fucking gross, man. It's, it's on the parents. My buddy Sean Quinn did a bit about it. He's like, they can't feed themselves. It's on the parents. You know? How about you have your kids stop playing video games and eating like that? Dude, if I saw, and I'm not even trying to be a judgmental dick. If I saw my son or daughter, whether they liked it or not, gaining weight and like doing stuff, I'd be like, look, that's it. You know, that's it. Stop. I, I fuck, my kids come home, they try to snack a little bit. It's healthy snacks. All right, maybe popcorn, something like that. But like that, like cookies and 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 ice cream and and all that shit. No, seriously. You know, it's not it's not gonna happen. But like, I, I just I I can't. Nothing is worse than seeing an arrogant parent and then being like, your kid is fat. Shut up. Look at you. You suck at parenting. I'm in a mood. I'm not going to lie. I'm in a mood. I don't know if it was the guy sniffling in the thing or the fact that I didn't get that hole in one. Uh, or I don't even know what it is. <laughs> no, because like you can't even say anything. That's what it is. Like You can't say anything anymore to anybody. You know? Um, all right, let me see here. Let me see if you guys have... I'm just... I don't know. I just see some parents that act like they're the shit and they act like this. And it's like, your kid is fat. Look at her. Why is she running around like that? A little girl should not be 20 pounds overweight before she's 10 years old. You know, a little boy should not be eight years old and, and fat. It's just, it's on the parents. It, I, I, there's no other way around it. There's literally no other way around it, period. And I, I mean, and like, what do you say? Like, you'd have to say it to your own kids. You'd be like, look, you, you can't, you can't do this. Um, let me see here. Stacy, I'm just doing a password here. And let's see what you guys came up with. Oh, what I really want to do right here, guys, on this one is, um, what I really want to do here is I want to read something that somebody in the army sent me, which was amazing. Um, let me go. Oh, come on. Where was it? Yes. I forgot to do this, and this is awesome, and I wanted to read this. This is an unacceptable from Josh, and... Um, this guy's amazing, and he wrote something. But shout out right now to all, all of the Army Rangers, all of the the, the Marines. Every you know, I'm not even gonna go through the branches. Shout out to all the U.S. Armed Forces who listen to the Verzi Effect. Um, I I didn't even realize or understand uh, how much uh, you guys listen to the show. Uh, I didn't. I, I've mentioned before that you know. There's like platoons that have like based their names and all that shit on on my show, calling themselves the animals and and uh, having names of animals and and uh, just listening to my stupid ass rant. And they know how I feel about them. And uh, you know, I uh, I love I love them, man. I, I think the the soldiers in the military are are really the shit. They are the best. So 
Um, shout out to everybody in uh, the U.S. Armed Forces um, who, who, who are um, listening to TVE. Uh, I will say that, and this is no disrespect to my regular listeners, but nothing means more to me than that. The fact that I could let some of these guys and and uh, and gals, um, you know, uh, just listen to me and take them away from being in harm's <clears throat> excuse me, being in harm's way, or being um, just away from their families and so far away. Uh, defending our country, defending our freedom, and they're going to listen to me talk about a guy blowing his nose while I'm trying to eat brisket, talking about how fat kids, it's their parents' fault, and the fact that they're listening to it and enjoying it uh, makes it all that much worth it. If I literally was just doing this show for fucking like two platoons that were somewhere out there in the world uh, fighting for the United States Armed Forces or whatever, I would I would do it anyway. So thank you. This is from Josh. And Josh says, sorry for the delayed in correspondence, brother, um, but matters of national security forced me and my wolf pack to be away fighting and winning wars you and the rest of American people will never hear of, uh, at least for the time being. Uh, although it will likely come out 20 years or so down the line uh, as a blockbuster movie starring The Rock and Chatham Tatum, Chatham Tatum once it's been declassified, what I can tell you is this, metaphorically, of course, I find it wholly and completely unacceptable that a certain group of bad people exists in the world um, uh, who wish to hurt the American people and destroy our way of life because they suck as individuals and all had bad parents that abused the shit out of them in a way that instead of simply rebelling against their parents during their teenage years, like the rest of us, smoking some pot and smuggling a few beers uh, from your dad's fridge, uh, instead lead them to become fucking murderous terrorists that burn, maim, rape, and kill anybody that doesn't share the same color uh, of pubes as them. Maybe their parents forced them to go to religious services every week against their will, and it was painfully awkward during uh, the sing-along portion. Maybe their parents didn't allow mainstream music in their household, which forced these assholes to show up at school playing Weird Al Yankovic and jock jams on their boombox while their cooler, uh, more progressive friends listened to Pearl Jam and Nirvana and they felt emasculated. Who the fuck knows and who the fuck cares? What I can tell you for certain is that these individuals are sad and lost in need of positive mentor that can rebuild their self-esteem and bring them back to a friendlier reality. Unfortunately for some of these uh, touched people that crossed the line, torture, rape, posted their murder videos online uh, for funsies to get uh, lots of likes and internet fame, their life coach came in the form of an American eagle with sharp talons who told them in no uncertain terms uh, that they needed to stop being cunts and start playing nice with the rest of humanity. Karma's a bitch and it all comes back around because life has a way of working itself out in the end. That it does, my friend. That's the conclusion of the metaphor. Again, this is only a story of fiction that you and the rest of our countrymen will never hear of. Because I'm not a Navy SEAL 
and Rangers uh, because, hold on, because I'm not a Navy SEAL and Rangers enjoying being silent professionals, so don't hold your breath for the Hollywood movie. My fictitious uh, story has a happy ending, by the way. All of the badass American wolves in the pack came back home safe and sound to their loved ones. Miss you, brother. I was sad to hear you were in Atlanta performing. When I got stateside, I literally just missed you. Otherwise, I would have come to see you for sure. And smoked some sticks with you over a glass of aged whiskey like the last good time we had. All the best to you and yours, Paul. Keep crushing and know that the U.S. Armed Forces have your back. You have no idea how many countless warriors, soldiers, listen to you and laugh our asses off and not along in agreement with pretty much everything you rant about every week on the podcast. Keep up the good work, brother, and thanks for keeping our spirits uh, up with your podcast while we defend our country's freedom uh, downrange. Hope to see you again soon, bud. Hit me up when you know the next time you'll be back in Atlanta area and the first round is on me, Josh. Captain Infantry, Rangers lead the way. Josh, what can I say, dude? I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, you want me to fucking sit here and fucking cry? I'll sit here and cry because that's what that made me want to do. Um, I don't know what you guys go through. I don't know what you guys see in here, but I know that it's a lot more than a lot of people can take. And you guys just go go through it like absolute, I mean, what soldiers, warriors, because that's what you guys are. Um, so, I mean, the level of pussy that so many people are compared to what you guys is hilarious. You know, the men and women of our armed forces are just ready for shit that 90% of us just aren't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there is no... There is no, like, like, um, I don't even know what, what word I'm trying to look for. There's no way to prepare or be ready for that other than just being a certain individual who, who is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, you need to be, there are certain people, I remember even going to high school and college with people that you were like, yeah, if that dude ends up, like, you know what I mean? If that dude ends up somewhere, like the Marines, there, there's not a surprise at all. As a matter of fact, that person should end up as an Army Ranger or a Marine, you know, Navy SEAL, like somewhere, Air Force, like some branch of the military, that person should be. Because they just have this thing from when they're young. It's just like they got this fearless, like whatever it takes thing. And then you have other people that are undisciplined that maybe need that. And then you have people like me who are like, look, man, I'll distract you guys from the shit you got to do. But I mean, I'm going to tell some jokes and shit because I'm not even a, you know, I did a joke on stage where I was like, dude, I would be a great soldier if they had some sort of night force. You know, if I could be like a reserve that just like clocks in around 637 at night, you know, last line of defense, like once all the heroes, you know, they get past the heroes. You know, just a bunch of fat fucks sitting up on a hill with a scope, just hoping like a last ditch effort. You know, then you end up fucking either shooting yourself or just letting them kill you. I don't know what to tell. Like, just fight to the end, but, like, at least you're up there with, like, a sandwich on the hill. And, like, you're like, oh, look, it already went to hell. So this is just gravy. If I can get, if I could pick anybody off, I could pick somebody off. Other than that, like, I'll do a night force. But you fucking, you people are just, 
I mean, hats off is such an understatement. It's, uh, dude, that is like, like, that is like the ultimate, like, somebody that goes to war and literally goes in that shit, it's like, I don't understand how there's not a parade for each and every one. Like, I don't understand, like, I mean, we have like a Macy's Day parade here. With a bunch of fat fucks walking around with fucking donut powder on their face, you know, while a Snoopy float is over their head and everybody's ready to eat, you know, Thanksgiving dinner and stuff. These guys come back and it's like, I mean, how are there not parades? There should be military parades just for like this, just shooting up guns in the air. You know, I'll be like, yeah, on this float, they have a new gun that could fucking wipe out a mountain. Look, they're going to shoot it up in the air. Just like, do, 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 do. You know, just fucking soldiers, like, giving up, like, you know, rock and roll signs to the crowds. You know, people getting tattoos on the side of, like, military tattoos. Like, how does that not happen? No. Instead, we're going to watch fireworks and fake bombs go off. I mean, I know it's nice, but I don't know. I'm going off on a rant and a tangent here. I don't know if I'm making sense. But you guys know what I mean. It's not enough appreciation is really what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, so thank you for that. That's humbling. I don't even know what to say. Uh, keep listening to the show because I'll keep shouting you guys out. I want to do a show at a base is what I want to do. You know what I'd like to do? I would like to do, like, do, like, a live TVE from a military base. I do, like, a live TVE and maybe, like, get a couple of friends who do a stand-up show at night. So we'll do like a live TVE during the day at a military base and whatever soldiers want to come out and listen. And then at night we pack like a little tent up or whatever or, you know, wherever to a barracks. I don't know where the fuck what they call it. But we pack that shit up and then, you know, me and a few comedians go up there and do something. I want to see if I could do something like that. That'd be awesome. Um, yesterday, guys, took the kids down to the city because uh, my wife had to be at a bridal shower. In uh, Brooklyn, New York, last night. She had to, yesterday. She had to be at a bridal shower early during the day, and we live far away from the city. And my wife doesn't really drive to the city a lot. Nor, I mean, I know she she can, but she's not as comfortable driving in the city as me because I drive there all the time. And I know she was like, you know, how should I get there? Should I take the train? And I was like, you know what? I'll be a good husband. I'm not gonna let my wife sit on some public transportation thing on a Sunday, not know where she's going, or drive the car down and be uncomfortable in traffic. I'm not going to do that shit. So what I'll do is I will take her, drop her off, spend some time. The comedy seller does a brunch, which I've been hearing about. So I was like, we could go to brunch after your shower. We'll do that. So sure enough, I dropped my wife off to her bridal shower at whatever time. It started 11 and she's going to be there for a couple hours. Now, I didn't know what to do with the kids. We were going to go to brunch around 2. I decided to take the kids to the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. One of the best, one of the, the, the most insane museums in the world. The Museum of Natural History has an unbelievable dinosaur exhibit. They have an unbelievable space exhibit. They have an unbelievable new... Um, uh, water ocean exhibit called unseen oceans and all that stuff so it's just the best you could see also the african mammals and and this and that so i was like let's 
you know, let me take the kids to the Museum of Natural History during the day while my wife's at the shower. I'll get them some souvenirs. It'll be great. Then we'll go to the Comedy Cellar. They could see one of the most famous comedy clubs um, in the world that their dad works at. And we'll have brunch there. And then we'll come home, you know, in the evening. And that'll be our Sunday. So I get to the, Ameri- I get to the American Museum of Natural History. And um, we're waiting online. And I go up. And I see that it says... $13, it says $13 for kids, uh, children of 13, adults are 23. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's not bad. I mean, in New York City on a Sunday, I thought it was going to be worse than that. I thought they were going to be like, all right, you know, $25 for kids, $35 or $45 for adults is going to be expensive. And not that I care. I mean, I was expecting to definitely drop easy hundred-something dollars in there anyway, to get them souvenirs or 200 bucks, whatever it's going to be. But, you know, we're having a nice day in the city. I go up, and I was like, yeah, three of us for the thing. And the guy goes, all right, man, what do you want to pay? And I was like, what? I was like, isn't it like 13 and 23? He's like, yeah, but we also do a suggested payment. So whatever you think you should pay, you could pay. And I think, I don't even know, I might have said, are you fucking with me? And it was like this like smart Indian kid. I, I didn't know, like, I, I don't know if I said, are you fucking with me? But like, I just looked at him like, yeah, right. Like, get out of here. And then he's like, no, seriously, what do you think you should pay? And I was like, I don't know, maybe free? It should be free? And he's like, no, man, I can't do free, but whatever you think you should pay, you could pay. And I looked at his face and all of a sudden I was like, guy's being serious. So then he shows me and it says suggested pay. You guys, could, you could pay what you want. So I literally could have said, five dollars each and literally just paid you know 15 15 dollars total but i didn't want to do that you know it's, it's it's a museum of natural history in new york city so i wanted to give them something so i was like all right since this is serious and you're letting me choose i was like how about ten dollars a person and he goes great done so i give this guy 30 bucks and we walk in and i'm just like that was awesome that was awesome this is going to be my acceptable for the new TVE this week. This is going to be my, you know, there's going to be no unacceptable. Forget that kid who was blowing his nose when I'm eating my sandwich. This is going to be amazing that, like, you're in New York City, one of the most expensive cities in the world, okay? Um, you're getting a service, which is a Museum of Natural History, which is famous. It's been in a ton of movies. Everybody knows it. It's it's a legendary looking building, and I'm like, and I just got to say, yeah, ten bucks each, and for thirty bucks on a Sunday, I'm walking around with my kids. This is epic. So we're walking, we walk through a souvenir shop. I buy my kids souvenirs, you know, everything like that, shit that they're never. My kids got like putty. I was like, guys, you can get like a dinosaur. You could get like something that has to do with the exhibit, and I did. I got my daughter like a little fish. That when you look in, it makes everything like pixelated. One of those things that you put up to your eye. And I got my son a baseball keychain. But on the baseball is all the exhibits of the uh, the Museum of Natural History, which is really cool. You could put it on his book bag or whatever. And then they were like for their bigger gift, because those were like little tiny things. I'm not going to be like, yeah, you could get a souvenir, but keep it under six bucks, you know. So I got them that shit. And then they were like, all right, Dad, can we get putty? And they got like this gold putty. And I'm like, putty stinks. Can you think? Can you imagine that these people are charging like you could use? People are charging you money to basically like a glue type thing that they put in a canister, and it's like ridiculous. Like these people are making like slime that doesn't stick, and they're making all this money. So of course I get them that shit. 
Then I see this sign that it says brand new exhibit, Unseen Oceans, right? So I'm going, oh, that looks awesome. Like, yeah, it's really good. It's really interactive. The kids could, will love it. You're going to see stuff like that. And I'm like, that is awesome. Like, yeah, that's one you should definitely go to. And then they're like, I think it's you got to pay to get in. So I'm like, oh, boy. Here we go. So we get online and we go to the Unseen Oceans. And there's people with already prepaid tickets for something, like maybe some movie that they show or whatever. So they're like, I was like, can I buy three? And they're like, yeah, get on this line. Stand to the side and get on this line. So I finally get up to the line. I'm like, yeah, um, how much is it? for?" And they were like, what would you pay at the door? And I'm like, because um, they're like, whatever you paid at the door, you ju- then you pay the difference. So I'm like, oh, okay, so that's how you fuckers get people. You guys, so for me to just walk around and look at a stuffed fucking, you know, lion behind glass and, and dinosaur bones, it's, it's 10 bucks each. But then if I want to do some cool new shit or new exhibit you put in here with some interactive shit, then I'm going to pay the difference anyway. So you end up paying really what it is anyway. It's just, I guess it's still okay because you have an option to not. And there's still a ton of things to see if you don't do that. But of course I'm going to do that. But that was the difference. So I'm not going to say unacceptable because they did give me the option. And they also gave me the option where I could have said, how about it's $5 each, and then I didn't do the Unseen Oceans exhibit. And then it would have cost me 15 bucks. So, whatever. But to see some dope shit, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. But the coolest thing I saw at the Museum of Natural History, hands down, bar none, was um, there was a space like part of this thing where like they, like you could go down and you could you know, see all kinds of stuff with space. And they had a real meteor, a real meteor that flew into Oregon. I think it was Oregon, yeah. It flew into Oregon, like, I don't know how long ago, forever. I mean, the thing was not that big. It was like a boulder that was like, you know, had holes in it. And they say, like, because there's like some acid water that eats away at the holes. And, uh, they said these Indian tribes would come and put their arrowheads in the acidy water on the tips of their arrowheads and stuff. And the backside of it didn't have holes in it from the acid burning it because it was sitting in the earth. And they think it came up in Canada and then worked its way down and was found in Oregon. But it was metal and it was fucking like magnetic. So they were sticking things on it. And basically what they said, not to like nerd out here, but I, you know, I mean, listen. I saw some shit I got to talk about because I've never seen anything like this. When planets are forming, you know, when planets are forming in space, a lot of times there's like insane collisions. So like even like when they show it in the movies, like a NASA show, like there'll just be all kinds of debris and explosions and these rocks just go flying and ricochet everywhere. And that was the case with this. This would like this would have been a piece of planet and it was metal. And it landed on Earth. And um, the sickest part about what we saw, even my kids were blown away. They showed the impact that a meteor would make if it hits Earth. They literally had a pebble, like smaller than the tip of your pinky. Like imagine a pebble sitting on your pinky uh, tip. They showed that. And next to it, they showed the crater that it would make, and it was probably like, you know, 
three by three feet, like four by three feet in a circle with a big divot, like almost like a little mini sand trap, right? They show that. It was a pebble the size of the tip of the size of, it was a pebble the size of like your pinky nail, okay? And it comes into Earth, into Earth's atmosphere going 6,000 miles an hour, 6,000. And when it hits Earth, a little pebble the size of your pinky nail would make that thing. So when they show one that's like a boulder or something, they're like, yeah, it'll just wipe out Manhattan. Like how crazy it is. So um, that was probably hands down by far the coolest thing that we saw at the Museum of Natural History. Um, you know, and then of course you see the T-Rex bones. and the, I got to be honest, my whole life I've never been a big dinosaur guy. Like, I know it's amazing that they roamed Earth. I know it's amazing how big they are and stuff. But, like, I just don't give... Like, seeing bones to me, it's like, yeah, it's a model. You know? I mean, take me to Jurassic Park and let me see a fucking T-Rex, you know, grab something out of the sky, put its mouth and just eat it. Like, I, if I saw a, a real T-Rex, I'd be like, dude, that's the most... That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And, by the way, there's no way in the world seeing dinosaurs for real like in Jurassic Park would not be the craziest thing you've ever seen in your life. Have you stared? I'm telling you, next time you go to a zoo or something, stare at a rhinoceros and tell me it's not the craziest thing. The reason why it's not so crazy to us is because it's it's kind of small. You know, a rhinoceros is not that big of an animal. Uh, but just stare at it, how weird it is. It's got a horn coming out of its, its you know, the middle of its head. It's, it's got, you know, it just looks like a, like a small version of a dinosaur. You know, dude, if I stare if I stare at an elephant for long enough, I have a panic attack. Stare at an elephant. It's the weirdest. I mean, it's got those big, huge ears. Then it's got a fucking nose that hangs down. It makes a weird noise. It's got like tree trunk legs with like nails and shit, dude. If you stare at that, you're like, holy shit, man. We're not alone. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even trying to be funny. If you stare at a giraffe, I mean, it's fucking crazy. Staring at a giraffe and just looking at it and looking at those legs and its head is that high. Those are things. So if you if you were around and you saw a T-Rex or a Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus's head was just outside, like over the highest tree you could imagine, just eating a tree. That shit would freak me out. But when I go in 2018 to a museum and see a model put together with glue, I'm not like blown away the way some people are. I'm just not. Um, so, but it was cool. But, like, seeing that, it just seems to me like, all right, yeah, I get it. That was big. That was awesome. Like, show me one. Like, take me to Jurassic Park is what I'm saying, which is never going to fucking happen. Um, but really, really good time. And then we went over to the Comedy Cellar, and um, we ate. The kids had pancakes. I had eggs. My wife had a yogurt parfait, and uh, it was good. It was a great uh, – it was a good Sunday. Um, guys, I saw – a couple of movies. I know that I spoke about uh, the movie on, the last time I spoke about um, what movie did I speak about? Oh yeah, yeah the guys that were hunting. Uh, this time I saw two. I saw How It Ends, which is with Forrest Whitaker, and I don't know the other the other people, but it's basically like a something happens. There's an emergency. There's an attack on the country, and this guy is dating Forrest Whitaker's or going to marry Forrest Whitaker's or married Forrest Whitaker's daughter. And he's not too fond of the guy, but the guy stops at the house to say hello. 
and then all this stuff happens and then him and the father end up getting in a car and having to drive really far to find out if the daughter survived because people are dying all over the place there's no communication they don't know where the attack is coming from they don't know if it's a nuclear attack but people are dying and there's like a nuclear winter and all this stuff and i gotta tell you it disappointed a little bit i thought it was gonna be it was okay and my brother told me it was okay it was okay um really good to just watch if you're just chilling uh, you know, it's on Netflix, so you, you don't have to go pe- spend a ton of money on a movie, you know, buying concessions and all that. You can just sit on your couch and chill and watch it. I thought it was a good watch, but it didn't, like, blow me away. However, it is a good watch, and you should watch it. But I saw a movie last night, and this is from, like, a, f- a few years ago. It's from 2015 called The Invitation. And um, it was crazy. Jay Larson, stand-up comedian who I know, uh, shout out to Jay Larson, a Boston comic, um, and I did his podcast at the All Things Comedy Festival in Arizona last year. But I like sure enough, I had to stop the movie and go to his IMDb and see if he was in the movie, and he was in the movie. But the invitation is about, and I don't want to give anything away because it's it's really cool. But what the invitation is about is, um, it's basically about a guy gets invited to a dinner party of his ex-wife. And they split up and broke up a while back, and they had a son that died. And now he's with another girl, another woman he's with. And um, I don't want anybody freaking out, going, why are you calling them girls? They're women. I just, I've always said, like, boy or girl, like, I don't mean it that way. I know that that's a thing now where women are getting offended if you say girl because they think that you don't mean, I don't mean it like that, okay? So if anybody's taking it like that, I, I mean women. It's just, I was just saying like, oh, he's with another girl because, oh, is that your girl? Like if you say to somebody, oh, you're hanging with your girl right now, I don't want to interrupt. I, I wasn't, I didn't mean like you're hanging out with your eight-year-old. I never, anyways. So um, him and his, uh, I don't know if they're married yet, but him and his, you know, in his new relationship, they're driving to this dinner party. And the ex-wife still lives in the house where their son died in. And she's with somebody else. And they go to this house and weird shit starts to happen at the dinner party. And then he starts getting suspicious of something. And they start kind of making him feel like he's crazy. And it's him because he's having some flashbacks of seeing his son and certain things. And he's upset. And then people are thinking he's just... But he's got this weird feeling that something bad is happening and something crazy is going on and you don't know if he's crazy going through it you don't know if he's right and something is going on and here's what i'll tell you so if this doesn't sell you i don't know what will you're guessing back and forth you don't know and then shit goes down in the end where your mouth drops and you're like what the fuck just happened okay so I got to tell you something. I was playing golf today thinking about it going like that movie was wild and and really crazy and and, and made me think about it after and all that stuff that movies do. So my, my suggestion is if you got nothing to do, sit down and check out The Invitation. It's on Netflix and it is... Um, pretty pretty intense and it gets good and you're going to be guessing and you're going to think something and then be wrong there's going to be one part where you're thinking and you're definitely wrong but then there's going to be another part where you're like oh shit it's really good i thought really good no big actors that you would know uh one guy is in it that you would probably recognize 
but um, really freaky cool stuff. So definitely check that out. Um, that gets the uh, Verzi uh, definite like two thumbs up. Watch that shit for sure. Um, I think you'll love it. Okay, everybody, let's get into, let's see, did we talk about everything? Yeah, we talked about the golf. Uh, what's going on in sports? Uh, yeah, Yankees got J-Hap, and uh, they won. They won yesterday with him. Judge is out, almost broke his wrist, almost out for the year, but it was a chip fracture. So they're saying a minimum of three weeks, but he will be ready for probably like uh, September, mid-September into the playoff run, thank God, because that would have been a big blow to the Yanks. Um, and then really nothing else going on. We got NFL football coming up soon. Can't wait uh, for that show in a few weeks to do my Super Bowl predictions and uh, my Week 1 predictions and all that stuff, which you could do on Capper Network, uh, like I said. So that's definitely something you guys got to look out for. But other than... Uh, other than what? The dog days of summer in baseball, there's really nothing else going on. Uh, talked about the invitation, talked about how it ends, talked about the museum and all that stuff. Um, let's get into some plugs, guys. I have uh, amazing shows coming up in the area. If you're around this weekend, I will be doing two shows at the Yonkers Comedy Club Saturday, um, August 4th, uh, 7.30 and 9.45. And the following weekend, the big comedy club in New York City, Gotham Comedy Club, I will be doing August 10th and 11th, uh, 8 and 10 each night. So you got this Saturday, Yonkers Comedy Club, great little room. Um, you could check that out on my website and on their website, yonkerscomedy.com or yonkerscomedyclub.com um, or Google that, Yonkers Comedy Club. And, uh, and then uh, the following weekend, August 10th and 11th, Gotham Comedy Club tickets are already going um, for that. It's uh, an honor to be doing that room, um, the 10th and 11th, 10 o'clock, uh, 8, I'm sorry, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. each night, August 10th and 11th. That's Friday and Saturday. Um, and other stuff. I'll be going to Vegas. I got some stuff coming up in Jersey. A uh, lot of cool shows, and uh, I'm really excited about. Uh, I'm really excited about the new hour and the new material. I want to thank also. I want to thank. Oh, dude, Brian and his girl. Brian and his girl. Dude, wait, did he message me? Cause he was supposed to message me. This dude came out from Long Island to see me. Drove out during the week to see me at Stand Up New York, and him and his girl came out. And I wanted to shout him out. And I said, message me your full last name and all that. But I think it's Brian. So, Brian, if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you are, okay, um, I always want to shout out people that say, hey, man, you know, shout me, shout me out. Like Bobby T in Atlanta. I told you, Bobby, Robert Thompson, right? I told you. told you, Bobby T, I'm going to shout you out. But this dude, um, Brian... Brian and his girl came out, and I said, I go, message me on Facebook your last name because I want to say your last name and, and shout you out. But I really appreciate it. Guy drove from Long Island during the week to see he was also at my taping for my special at the Terrytown Music Hall. So you fans are the best, man. I really appreciate it. Um, on um, August 10th and 11th at Gotham, I will be uh, 
talking and meeting everybody after the show. Uh, so please check that out if you can. If you're going to be away and um, you want to see me this weekend, I'll be at Yonkers Comedy Club as well. But for all guys, other dates and everything, you can check um, paulverzi.com, the new website. It's got all the updates. And hope you guys, thank you guys so much. We did the uh, Goodwill hunting scene. It's not your fault. Me and Sean Patton. So if you guys saw the Goodfellas um, spoof that we did with Billy Bats, get your shine box. We did get your sign-up sheet. We made it about comedy. We also did the same thing with Goodwill Hunting where I bomb and then he says it's not your fault and it's got over 12,000 views or whatever in like a week or two, like a week and a half. It's got over over 12,000 and the thing just every day it's getting like 500 more views and um, people are seeing it and really liking it. We're proud of it. We're going to be doing another one of those um, we're going to be doing another one of those. We're going to be doing, I, we got a bunch of really iconic movies and iconic scenes in mind where we're going to keep putting these out. So, um, please check that out. But that is it for now, guys. Check out, I'm going to have another Patreon. got a couple more Patreons to come out in July, um, before, um, before August, so, so you're going to get more content. Thank you guys so much. For, uh, got another pledge and, and just trying to get as many people on there to just listen to the new content uh, or I should say the extra content. You get a lot of extra stuff on there. So check that out. And if you're already a member of my Patreon, thank you so much. Um, you guys are the best. Please check out Capper Network and make your sports predictions. Get on the leaderboard so you can talk shit and make some money. Check out All Things Comedy, guys. Uh, this has been TVE episode 365. Uh, I will be back next week, but in between shows, you will get more Patreon and more TVE. So there you have it. Thank you guys so much. Until the next one, um, I am out of here. Do not blow your nose when somebody is eating, okay? There's messages in these shows. If your kid's getting overweight, fucking stop that shit if he's young, if she's young. You know, um, all right, see, I almost just started getting mad. It was like time to wrap up the show. And I remember being in the mall in like a play area and seeing this girl like who was really overweight and she was like fucking five or six and it annoyed me. Um, anyway, all right, I'm not going to get into it anymore. I already yelled. There's no sense in yelling. Enjoy your day, everybody. Enjoy, uh, Enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, enjoy the weather wherever you are, uh, and if it's bad weather, enjoy that too. Lord knows I, uh, I love bad weather. Take care, I'll talk to you guys soon.